Hey podcast, the following episode is from a private mastermind Brian did at the beginning of 2020. He dives into his belief that business is a marathon of sprints and how committing to that marathon through massive action can yield massive results. If you like this episode, make sure to share it with someone else and don't forget to connect with Brian on social at Brian Undy. Enjoy. I, I believe everything is like um, a marathon of sprints. Like business is a marathon, but it has to be a marathon of sprints. You have to be able to co- collapse time frames. You can't achieve a massive amount of success going at something casually. I, I don't care what it is. So like what you have to do is you have to double down. You have to say you're starting over but you have to replicate the same fire and energy and excitement and enthusiasm as if it was completely day one. If you wanna have great results with anything, you have to totally immerse yourself in it. Like, if you want me to use even a a bigger word that might, but I've never met anybody that's made, unless they've won the lottery, that's why 80% of the people that win the lottery, they lose it, right? But I've never met anyone that's made it themselves that hasn't been obsessed with what they're doing. We all have distractions of their lives. I have a dysfunctional family. I have relationship issues. I have kids. I have animals. I have responsibilities. I can, like we all have problems, right? So someone told me a long time ago that the quality of problems that we have in our life that we're able to solve and get through is going to be in direct proportion to quality of income and the quality of life we can live, right? So your obsession should be your distraction, right? Like, it's just like, you know, Kobe Bryant we did a tribute to, or Michael Jordan. Or when we were in the um, restaurant a minute ago, they, they were showing GOAT, right? Greatest of all times, LeBron or Michael Jordan. Don't you all realize that there's just as good of athletes in the NBA as them? The difference is, is they have a two-degree higher-level obsession than the others. Does this make sense? Like a, a guy told me when in the NBA that I knew, this was when I was young, and my dad said, tell me what it takes to get there. And he used a different word, but it, it was competitiveness is what he was trying to share and the obsession with it. He goes, when you're at that level, you have to be willing to hit your own mom in the face to win. Like meaning that you have to be so obsessed with winning, like that is your edge. I'm not, don't misunderstand my spirit, but I, I think it's important for people to realize like you're always going to get less results than your commitment. So if your commitment is you're gonna have a good level of commitment, you're gonna get poor results, right? If you're gonna have a great level of commitment, you're gonna get good results or average results, right? If you have an outstanding level of commitment, you'll get great results, right? But the good thing is, and I also think this isn't displayed, we're all strong enough, like that's my whole kind of thought process. Priorities are never in conflict. I, I mean, it's just not. Like you do what you do and you become who you are because that is your priority and that's what you have to give back to your kids. So you're strong enough to be able to do it all like you can. It doesn't mean everything is going to be balanced perfectly in life because that's not the way. Like if if I told Tori to focus on these 10 things and put, but I want you to have a a balanced life, Tori. So just take 100% of your energy and divide it among 10 times. So put 10% into your dogs, put 10% into your marriage, 10% into your your health, 10%. She's going to be mediocre at everything. Does that make sense? So that's why I say like there's times where you're just you're going to be constantly teeter-tottering in life if you're going if you want to live an out if you want to do something that's remarkable. There's nothing wrong with leave, living in the muck of mediocrity. That's where most people live. Why? Because as human beings, I, now I'm getting on the soapbox. As human beings, we're meant to be in a place where we want to be comfortable. 
but there's nothing great ever accomplished being comfortable. So when people tell me, well, I have this and this, great. Like, I don't have a pity party for people that are uncomfortable and they have stress in their lives. Like, your ability to take on stress shows the character to me and the strength or the ability that you have to lead, right? So the more stress you can take on tells me that you've worked on your ability to carry the stress, just like a bridge. A bridge is meant to take on a certain amount of stress. Once you put a, more weight on that bridge than, the, than it can take, then the architects either have to, to adjust the structure or the strategy of that bridge to carry the extra weight. So like everyone's business gets to a point where it could crater. Some people outgrow their businesses. And so we were just talking about a friend's. Might be time for him to sell. Like I have a friend of mine, he started a company called Applied Semantics. All right, they grew it, they grew it, they grew it, they grew it, they grew it. You can Google it, Applied Semantics, the Aton Brothers. Um, they grew it to a certain level. They sold it for like $238 million to Google, right? This is back in early 2000s. Google, and I, so I asked him, I was like, why did you sell it to Google? He goes, we couldn't do anything with it anymore. Google turned it into what is now called Google AdSense. So if you go on Google, you, that is my buddy's technology. So it's generated billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. It's a billion dollar. But the original architecture was applied semantics. He, they got it to a point where they could not, they didn't have the structure or strategy to take it to the next level. So everyone's business, when it goes through a plateau, once it hits a plateau, you're in a growth opportunity. You're either going to crater or you're going to go up, right? So businesses always have a place of auto-correcting themselves when they can't carry on the success. Does this make sense? So what I would tell you all is this, is I would say, first of all, before you start, make sure whatever you start, you're committed to following through on, right? So if you start something, a, a buddy of mine told me long, just be willing to finish it, right? Like, and so like, that's one of the things that we're training our kids on right now is like, okay, I don't want to go to basketball, whatever, well, you wanted to originally, so I don't care if you play baseball or not, but we're going to finish out the season once the sentence is finished. You never have to do it again if you don't want to, but you got to finish what you start. So I would just say this, make a thousand day commitment, but make your commitment be to what you know you can follow through on. Consistency to me is the most important, but no, massive actions is the only thing that's going to yield massive results. So it's TCB. It's like, you got to just, you got to take care of business. So ever how you approach your next thousand days is going to determine the income that you're going to yield from the thousand day on, the joy, the fulfillment, the growth. Like it, it's all those things, right? And I'm going to tell you what you'll get addicted to do most. You'll get addicted to the growth and you'll get addicted to the contribution more than you ever will the paycheck.